0: 2023. So what's front of mind? It's all about your New Year's resolutions. Now, I'm not much of a resolution man. I've uh, Last year, my New Year's resolution was to swim in the surf every month. But then I realised it was getting to the last day of every month and I hadn't swum yet. So I would make the mad dash down to the beach and then it was winter and then it was too cold. And then suddenly I just stopped swimming in the ocean. I don't think I've swum in the ocean for a year. Um, I once did a New Year's resolution, which was To say yes to everything, which was really good. And I did it. I mean, I didn't say yes to everything, but I said yes to most things. It was more of a mindset. It was a positive mindset. And it was really good. And I haven't said yes since. So how can we keep our resolutions? How can you do it? I'm sure you all had chats last night or this morning. My New Year's resolution is to do this, whatever. Well, apparently only 16% of people can follow their New Year's resolution. 16% less than one in five. So how can we make you one of those 16%? On the line is Dr. Joe Lukens. Lukens, rather. She is a psychologist and she's the author of a new book called The Game Plan, which is a five-month uh, intensive uh, diary on how to get your game plan in order. And Dr. Joe joins me with all the top tips on how to keep your New Year's resolutions. G'day, Doctor. G'day. So how do we do it? Where would you start? It's January 1. Where, where do you start to keep your resolution?
1: Yeah, so it's a great question because I think if we think about New Year's resolutions, they're generally a good intention. Um, and good intentions are a great place to start. But as you said with your example about swimming in the surf, it doesn't always get us to where we want to be. So the first thing I would suggest is if someone is toying with the idea of having a resolution for this, this year is to think about why you're not already doing it because um, I think that's a good place to start. You know, m- most resolutions are usually around health or around finances. So if my health resolution was to be fitter this year, before I even start on working out what I'm going to do, I need to understand why I'm not doing it now so that's I think that 's the first place to start is to almost feel like a little bit of a personal audit. you know what do I want to achieve but but understanding why i 'm not doing it, and being kind to yourself when you do that evaluation because a lot of people think their news resolutions when they don't, uh, when they don 't come to fruition as as you mentioned, most people fail in their news resolutions it 's not a lack of motivation it 's usually some problems there with the process
0: yeah, and how bad um... I guess you kind of want to start on the right foot. You know, people set unrealistic resolutions. You know, I'm, whatever it may be i guess my swimming in the uh, sea might have been unrealistic since i don't live anywhere near the ocean you know you've kind of got to start from a realistic place
1: don't you (laughs) yes and an ocean does help for for that sort of goal and and particularly depending on where you live you know i'm in north queensland so you wouldn't typically do that in the in the summer months because there's jellyfish around or you wouldn't do that in, in in southern australia where where the oceans might get colder so you're right having those realistic resolutions are a really important place to start um, and making your resolutions something that's you know accountable and 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 something you can track is 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 all going to help us along the way
0: yeah let 's talk about that accountability a diary i mean that would be good I guess having a spouse a partner that's good what what about if you' i guess if you're you know you might be alone or whatever what are those accountability what are some tips what can people do
1: yeah so so the accountability might be um, You know, keeping some sort of diarised record of what you're doing, tracking. We do know that when people, what we call that, the jargon term for that is to self-monitor. So when you keep track of yourself, it's like if anyone's ever kept a food diary, that instantly makes you eat better (laughs) because you think, do I really want to put those potato chips down on my diary? So we know that accountability can help us just by keeping a record for ourselves. So if we don't have someone else to be accountable for um, and to that You could, you know, maybe set a goal alongside someone else. That's another way to do it. Um, But keeping that record, it it gives you some honest data to compare your behaviour to. So if my, again, if it's a health-related goal and I think, well, I want to do more exercise this year, then obviously tracking the number of times that I exercise starts to give me some real numbers, and then I can see and, and be honest with myself as to whether I'm getting closer to the goal.
0: Yeah, and you're really just creating new routines, aren't you? You know, about, really? I think,
1: yeah, that's that's the key to it is is understanding is that success leaves clues, and if we understand what our current <clears throat> habits are, that can give us some really good information towards creating our new habits. So, so, so you know, not not meeting your new resolutions. It's not about being unmotivated or you know even a lack of discipline. The the thing that will get you there is creating new habits, and that does require a little bit of thinking, which is why you know setting the resolutions on the 31st of December at 8 o'clock after a couple of beers, um, doesn't normally set us up for success unless we then sit down and apply a bit of thinking and a bit of planning around it. So those are the things that can help for those that want to set a New Year's resolution.
0: Yeah. Interesting about simplicity. You know, if you want to keep things simple, uh, you know, like if you can... uh, If you say you want to be... um, uh, You know, have a uh, a fun a new year, you know, you could have a word like fun or play or if you want to be... um, you know, more adventurous this year, you know, you could have a single word, you know, like if you can get those kind of one word themes, that could set you up for success as well, couldn't it?
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, My biggest thing is to not complicate Uh, in our lives there's enough going on already we're making enough decisions and there's enough serious things to be doing so that example you've given is a great one a lot of people will set themselves almost like a theme for the year you know so maybe it's my year to shine or maybe it's my year to be kind to myself you gave the example maybe it's my year to say yes to things or maybe it's my year to say no to things you know so um, sometimes setting a word you can you know and particularly if you pop it up on the fridge or have it somewhere nearby that you're going to see it it'll help you to set and make your decisions all based around that word or that theme or values is another way to do it.
0: All right. Excellent. And then the last thing, you know, people start, they set a new year's resolution, you know, they might be good for the first day, couple of weeks, you know, even the first few months, but then, you know, it's that day where you don't do it and then Mm. it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. I didn't do it then. I can't do it tomorrow. You know, you kind of fall out of those routines. How can you pick yourself back up? You know, you might say, you know, I want to lose 10 kilos this year and you might lose five and then suddenly you put on two and you go, well, I'm done.
1: How how do you pick yourself back up? Yeah, yeah. So the first thing you need to do is forgive yourself for being human. Um, So we know that whenever we're looking to make changes, it's not necessarily always you know in that case from zero kilos to 10 kilos all in one go but sometimes it can be a bit of a backwards and forwards journey and the the other thing i always say to people is you know we either succeed or we learn so rather than seeing you know not not keeping to your routine for a couple of weeks and putting some kilos on if that's what's happened rather than seeing that as a failure seeing is that you know being a bit curious and going wow, well, I wonder why that happened, you know, and sometimes the, the answer's right in front of us. But again, if if it's because our nutrition's gone out the window because we've been working late and because we've been saying yes to everything and our deadlines aren't quite, quite working out, that's probably the reason that it's happened. So I think the more that we can be kind to ourselves, you know, recognise that what you do every day matters far more than what you do every once in a while. So being kind to yourself and just going, okay, so how can I start again, you know, because... Even if today hasn't gone too, too well, tomorrow's a fresh new start. So I think being kind to yourself is is, is a good place to start. And, you know, just aiming for progress and, and particularly, like you said, keeping it simple and keeping the goals very, very small because a little by a little, a little will become a lot.
0: What a great New Year's theme. Be kind to yourself. There you go. I- I like yeah
1: it. I th- yeah oh, look, I think if we, were, if we all did that, can you imagine how much nicer the world would be? So we could and, and certainly within our own skin as well, being kind to ourselves is, is, is such a great place to start.
0: Well said. All right, fabulous. Oh, I've written all this down. be realistic, be accountable, keep it simple and be kind to yourself. Now I just need to think of a resolution.
1: Uh, you, you, you do or you could follow <laughs> those guidelines and that would set you well for the year as well. The choice is up to you. Ah,
0: they are resolutions unto themselves. Good on you. Thanks for that. Okay, Dr. Joe Lukens, the author of The Game Plan. Make sure you get your hands on it. Thanks so much for joining me and Happy New Year.
1: Happy New Year to you too and all the listeners.
0: Hope you got something out of that. Plenty of texts coming through. Annette, about New Year's resolutions. Ned, I kept one New Year's resolution. Don't make any. Smart. You've got me. Glenn, hey, mate, I gave up smoking on the 31st of December. 1987, and haven't smoked since. Fair income, Glenn. That's absolutely outstanding. Congratulations, mate. And Paul from Greystains. I had a New Year's resolution to regularly go to the gym and only drink on weekend. Drink on weekends. Secret to it that I started this late November, so the plans are already in motion. Paul, well done, mate. Good on, let's go to the open line. L from Bondi. L, g'day, happy new year.
1: Or is that hey, Eli? How is you going?
0: G'day, mate. How are you doing? Happy new year, mate. Happy New Year to you. Yeah, it's, it's actually Ellie, Ellie, uh,
2: Ellie Levy. Um, I was just listening to, I got the end bit there of uh, about the New Year's resolutions, and I just thought that um, you know, I've, been, I've been doing coaching now for a while, and I find that a key is to have an accountability buddy. So um, what I try to do is I try to, I, mat- key... oh, sorry. Um, I try to match people up or encourage them to find somebody because um, when I first started doing coaching, I found this really helpful for myself. Mm.
0: Um, and that we, could be, I suppose that could be a get... spouse as well, couldn't it? Your husband or wife or partner could, you know, sometimes, keep you honest yes, as well.
2: Better to have, sometimes better to have somebody outside of your immediate circle, um, you know, because you want to be able to have sort of a free zone where. Even between spouses, people are concerned if they say something, they might be judged, they might be held accountable uh, in the wrong way, and they want to be able to have somebody a little bit outside, but somebody that they can have. The way it works is it's a two-way street. So um, what we used to do was we would uh, one week I would be the coach and the other person would be the the coachee, you know, would be the client, and then we would switch so we got equal value. We have to do this in order to, to get the first 100 hours of coaching for the ICF for the International Coaching Federation, and it has to be 70 hours of paid. So the way to get paid was to be able to get somebody who who you can give value to and get value back. So it was almost like you're paying, but just not in cash form.
0: Do you think if you're um, a lot of New Year's resolutions are about getting healthy, losing weight, that sort of stuff? Do you think given you're talking about having a you know an accountability buddy, if you were looking to drop a few in the New Year, to would be better off going to a gym by yourself or do you think you'd be better off joining like a personal training group, you know, doing more group exercises cause they can hold you accountable. What do you think?
2: Look, I mean, I think for different people, it's different because um, you know, some people are self-motivated enough to be able to sort of join that program and then they don't need anything else. But I think if you have someone else uh, to to work together with um, and then one of the resolutions that you're one of the goals that you set for yourself in that conversation is to be able to join the gym then you have somebody to report to back two weeks later and they'll say so how's that goal of your loss your, your weight loss or how's that goal of your joining the gym have you joined you know if you always have somebody to report back to and if you haven't done it yet you know you'll have your turn again two weeks later and then and then they get the value when you switch roles and and you give you know you start questioning them how how did you do it again it's not about Uh, getting anybody in trouble or or, or, you know getting them to show up their mistakes it's about just having someone to talk to and often i find actually you mentioned before a spouse it's actually better not to work with a spouse Mm. um, because you know your spouse you're dealing with every day or or you know all the time this is something that's independent
0: yeah okay very 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 interesting good on you ellie from bondi very good i appreciate it happy new year